I'm Dr. Brian Goldman, host of the CBC podcast, The Dose. Each week, we answer vital health questions that will help you thrive, like, what does my mental health have to do with my gut? How can I prevent melanoma? How much sleep do I really need? And how can I manage my health without a family doctor? I chat with the top experts to bring you the latest evidence in plain language, all in about 20 minutes. Find The Dose on the CBC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Hi, I'm Damon Fairless. So Pokemon is the highest grossing media franchise of all time. For almost 30 years, it's had this winning formula, befriending and doing battle with hundreds of adorable monsters like Pikachu and Charizard. But what if they had guns? That's the question posed, and also answered, by the new video game, Pal World. Seems like a Pokemon spinoff, but looks pretty good. Fly. Okay, what? Does Does she have a machine gun? It's an Eevee. Does it have a gun? Oh. Right in a oh, Gyarados? Oh my gosh. Literally. <laughs> wow. <the> <laughs> oh my god. What? Earlier this month, Pal World was released with pretty much no marketing. And over a single weekend, it became one of the most played video games in the world. But some have accused the game's developers of plagiarism. And now the company behind Pokemon says it plans to investigate whether Pal World is infringing on its intellectual property. My guest today is Gene Park. He covers video games for the Washington Post, and he's going to walk us through why this game has blown up and whether it might find itself in the crosshairs of one of the most litigious video game companies in the world. Hey, Gene, it's good to have you back on Frontburner. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Glad to be back. Okay, so I've watched some videos on YouTube, but I haven't had a chance to play Pal World. So can you start by describing it? What, What exactly is Pal World? Yeah, uh, Pal World is a game that was announced in 2021. um, Okay. Basically showing cute critters that uh, looked suspiciously like Pokemon. Right. Now that the game uh, released earlier this month uh, and people were actually able to get a hands-on on on it. uh, And also the the, the CEO of uh, the studio, uh, developing studio Pocket Pair, has said uh, that Power is not really so much like a Pokemon type game, but more like a survival game, uh, closer to games like Ark or Minecraft or Valheim. Where uh, you're running around and you're picking up, uh, you know, wood and crafts and food. Uh, you have to eat, uh, you have to find shelter. And uh, Pal World is really c- kind of like an automation type game where you get, you're you getting all your pals, just like Pokemon, but rather than uh, forcing them to fight, like in a cockfighting type of situation, uh, in Pal World, you're uh, bringing them back to your base and you're giving them uh, different work assignments. You have to use certain types of pals to do different types of jobs, right? Like different ones over here. You see like on your workbench, it says here, required handiwork. That is a specific skill that not all pals have. Only some of them have this. It's a, so like it's a forced labor game, not a smashing oh, each other game? Is that, exactly. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> it, it, that's, pre- that's pretty much what it is. Okay. Um, and it, it depends on how, what kind of, what kind of labor master you, you, you would like to be. 
Okay, so what you've you've been playing it, right? So can, what have you been doing with them? Uh, yeah, so th- th- that's exactly what I did. Uh, I ran around and I started gathering all my pals. And then when I brought them back to my camp, uh, I brought back a little penguin pal that's a good water type pal. And in Pokemon, you would you would want your water type Pokemon to fight the fire type Pokemon. Makes sense. But in Pal World, I wanted the water type Pokemon to come back to my base and start watering my fields. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I mean, it really sounds like indentured labor. So okay. So but this this idea of it being like Pokemon with guns is 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 there anything to that? Uh, yeah, uh, the CEO uh, really wanted uh, this game to take off in America, and so he cynically uh, uh, suspected, hey, what if we put guns in this game? I think Americans will really like it. Fair enough. And uh, it turns out his instincts were uh, exactly correct. So, what, okay, so in addition, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I understand you get your buddies to do your work for you, fair. And then what do you do with the guns? Well, uh, it's it's a dangerous world out there, right? The pals can uh, there there can be uh, monstrous pals, right? Yeah, okay. And uh, there can be uh, nefarious uh, never do wells uh, uh, out in the world, and sometimes they might attack your base. And then so uh, you you'd want to have defenses around your base, so you would arm your little you know, pals with guns. So in my base uh, called the Washington Post in Pal World, uh, I armed my uh, my little monkeys with uh, mounted turret guns. Okay, I'm upset. The worst thing ever happened to us. Heard of ferocious wild pals is invading the base. Raid! We've spent countless hours on a beautiful castle. To arms! We've got a problem. It, it kind of feeds back into, uh, you know, American, uh, Amer- an American sense of uh, paranoia and self-defense, right? Okay, so th- this game came out on January 19th. That's about a week and a half ago now. And it, it, it's popular, but like crazy popular, right? Like h- h- how well is it doing? Uh, yeah, so since January 19th, uh, as far as we know, uh, it has sold uh, about 8 million copies, which is untold of uh, for a video game that just comes out of nowhere, uh, isn't attached to any kind of IP. Uh, you know, you would expect like a Spider-Man game or a Harry Potter game to sell this much, but no, this is this is Power World. Uh, that just that literally, we didn't even know that this game was coming out on January 19 until two weeks before that, and then now uh, Power World has seen uh, has broken records and is now the second most concurrently played game of all time on on the PC Steam platform, uh, with two million people at any given moment uh, uh, playing Power World at any given moment. It's it's incredible. And in my understanding, it's it's not the the version that people are playing now. It is it isn't even a finished version, right? It's a, like an early release or something like that. Exactly. It, okay, so you mentioned it's it, it is different than Pokemon in the sense that you're not battling your your pals aren't battling the way Pokemon characters are battling. There are guns which there aren't in in Pokemon, but I mean it sounds pretty Pokemon-y. Uh, so so how much of the popularity that we've seen since its release has to do with that resemblance? Do you think is is this just riding Pokemon's coattails? I think it's absolutely writing Pokemon's coattails. Uh, no doubt about it. Um, I think definitely a lot of the popularity has to do with Pokemon. Pokemon is often cited, and it probably is uh, the most successful and most popular uh, intellectual property in the world. So why not write on Pokemon's coattails? But I, th- I think it also speaks to uh, how the market is missing a high-budget, you know, beautiful-looking Pokemon game. Uh, what the, the one of the biggest complaints in the Pokemon community 
is that the Pokemon company itself has kind of become stagnant and a little bit, you know, quote unquote lazy. Uh, it's probably one of the harsher criticisms of the Pokemon company when it comes to, uh, you know, basically creating a game that's very formulaic. Uh, it's really the same kind of game that's been uh, released since the 90s. And here, here comes Power World. And uh, part of the real draw of Power World is that it, it allows you to have player interactions with your pals, you know. In Pokemon, uh, when you pick up a Pokemon, all you let, let them do is fight, 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 fight. So the ironic thing is that even though Power World is Pokemon with guns and it sounds a lot more violent, there could be long stretches of moment to moment where Power World is a far less violent game than Pokemon actually is. You mentioned that like one of the criticisms of Pokemon is that it's it's that the game itself has been kind of you know flat uh, and and it's interesting because I was looking at figures so the franchise has made something like 150 billion over the last you know since it started but only 30 billion of that comes from the game so it's kind of like a platform for merch more or less right that's where, where that's where the the profits coming from so is is that like is that Fair is that a fair criticism? Is is Pokemon gotten kind of boring, and this is just filling in that niche of of what what Pokemon fans want? Yeah, totally. I think uh, you know the po- the recent Pokemon games have been selling uh, quite well. I think because Pokemon just has a very large built in audience. But critically, it's really hasn't done uh, hasn't really performed all that well. And also, uh, technically, uh, the, the games are, are kind of a mess. They don't run very well. Uh, they're very famously a little bit ugly. Whereas Power World, even though it's in quote unquote early access, as we early as we discussed earlier, it kind of looks a lot better than any Pokemon game we've ever seen before. So, I guess you know the parallels are are obvious. I, I, I'm curious what the the game's developer, the the company Pocket Fair you talked about earlier. Well, I wonder what they've said in response to the accusations that they're you know copying or writing Pokemon's coattails. Uh, yeah, they came out with a comment recently, uh, mostly about uh, asking people to stop harassing their artists. Our artists did original work, etc., uh, etc. Et but they also did say, you know, uh, we are clearly inspired by, by Pokemon, but we did do our own twist on it. Uh, so that's pretty much all, all they said right now. They're a very small company, and uh, I think the success of this game has really overwhelmed them. Now they're flush with cash. And it really depends on, on what they do with the cash, uh, whether they go on a hiring spree or really uh, just build up the company. Um, but right now, uh, interviews with the, with the CEO have been very rare, uh, if at all. And, um, you know, they just kind of clamped up and just kind of went back to work on the game. Take a journey back to 2003. Canadian teen sensation Avril Lavigne was topping the charts and turning the music industry upside down. But what if I told you that the Avril Lavigne we know and love might not be the same Avril? What? Did Avril die? Was she replaced by a doppelganger? I'm Joanne McNally and I'm doing a deep dive into a notorious internet conspiracy. Who replaced Avril Lavigne? Listen wherever you get your podcasts. It isn't the first time Pocket Pair has been called out for making a game that is, you know, heavily inspired by another N- Nintendo game, too. I'm just thinking they 
were accused of ripping off The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a previous game called Craftopia. But that one uh, wasn't as successful. And that one was also an early access and uh, still is. So definitely, uh, it's not the first time, but Power World is definitely uh, their largest success and definitely uh, the biggest target in terms of uh, such criticisms. And Nintendo, you know, doesn't play nice necessarily with, with uh, you know, copyright infringement. So they, they you know, they're, they're pretty prone to taking legal action. So, and, and I should note here that the Pokemon brand is managed by a separate company, aptly enough called the Pokemon Company. I, I'm curious what Nintendo's reaction has been and, and along with the Pokemon Company, what, what have they said about Power World? Uh, right now, Nintendo, uh, well, the Pokemon Company itself released a statement uh, basically acknowledging, uh, it, it's kind of like a, a public statement uh, equivalent of acknowledging receipt of an email uh, but they basically acknowledge uh, uh, the, the existence of Power World. And the, they did say that they would protect their IP within Power World. And so there was an independent uh, developer who created a uh, quote-unquote mod, which changes the game's code uh, that input po- actual Pokemon characters and Pokemon creatures into Power World unofficially. And then Nintendo lawyers went after that person and then that person had to take the stuff down. So Nintendo, Nintendo's lawyers are very, very fast. As you said, Nintendo is a very, very litigious company. Uh, Nintendo loves the lawyers so much, they, one, uh, have named their video games after them, and two, uh, have elevated them into uh, uh, executive uh, positions uh, in the past, too. So Sorry, I just want to follow up on They've named video games after their lawyers? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, uh, Kirby. Uh, the, the character Kirby is named after uh, the lawyer who uh, helped them when uh, their lawsuit when it came to uh, the rights over Donkey Kong. Wow. Okay, you learn. You really do learn something every day. So once the, the player, the, you know, the fan made that mod that you talked about that allowed them to kind of import actual Pokemon characters into Paddle World, Nintendo was really quick to act on that and send out a, a you know, a, a copyright notice. But they haven't you know, more broadly speaking with the game, what, what, what's the difference, do you think? Why, why the hesitation for, uh, you know, kind of jumping on it legally? Yeah, I, I, as you might imply, Nintendo uh, hasn't really done anything with Power World yet. And especially since many of the more egregious uh, uh, Pokemon-looking designs uh, were really seen in, in the 2021 uh, trailer as well. And uh, Bloomberg uh, actually had a piece recently where they asked uh, two attorneys uh, two entertainment media attorneys to, to take a look at Power World. And they actually played Power World for 10 hours, uh, which is actually just a little bit less of the amount of time that I played Power World. And uh, they both came to the conclusion that they're like, oh, I don't think they have a case here. I don't think uh, there's nothing really here. It's, they're, they're, too, they're too dissimilar. And uh, another attorney friend of mine who is uh, looks at video game uh, IP rights law uh, quite often, Richard Hogue, Hogue Law, uh, he also took a lead, and he, he and he said, eh, I, "I don't think there's anything uh, uh, quite here to, to to really to really give a fuss about." So that seems to be the consensus right now, you know. So it doesn't sound like Nintendo's got a case per se, but I, w- why not? It, it just seems so. When I look at Pokemon side by side, and I, and I look at compared to the Power World, it seems like I'm, I'm not sure I would be able to differentiate, to be honest. So, so why do you think there isn't a case, or why do those legal experts think that? Sure, I think I think it comes down to how copyright law interprets uh, uh, pieces of work. Um, for example, like how you might interpret a dance, right? Uh, a dance move. You can't really copyright a dance move. Uh, I can I can do, uh, for example, the MC Hammer dance uh, all, all day on TV, no problem. 
but you could copyright a choreography, which is a sequence for dances. And I think that's what Power Water basically is. It is access- it is successful replication of uh, different types of dances uh, of all over all all types across the video game industry, whether it's Pokemon or Ark or whatever like that. And they were able to successfully create a sequence of dances that is the power choreography that we see today. You know. You know, I was thinking about this more broadly because it gets not just video games, but, you know, art in general is, you know, the new form is always inspired by the older form. Video games in particular, you know, you've written are, are, are quite iterative. So it's it's really common for games to take inspiration from one another. Um, I, I mean, even I was thinking, I've, I played the Uncharted series recently and I was, the whole time I was thinking, man, this is basically Tomb Raider, right? But they're clearly different games. I, I you know, they didn't feel like I was in the same world. Where is the line between inspiration and plagiarizing? Is it, is it in that choreography analogy you've, you mentioned? I think plagiarism is, is a tough accusation to place against Power World, especially because, you know, when you think about plagiarism, it's also, it's copying someone's work, right? Um, exactly what it is. Uh, there is no Pikachu uh, equivalent in Power World. Uh, Power World was very careful to make sure not to even touch uh, what is uh, often considered the perfect design of Pikachu. Uh, but also, Power World makes no bones about where it gets its inspiration. Uh, Power World uh, is clearly inspired by Pokemon, and they cited Pokemon by name uh, several times before. Uh, so there's also that. I, th- I think I think they're very, very clear about where the, they take their inspirations from. I think I think that, that, that kind of helps uh, uh, Power World's case in terms of at least, at least, how the public look, looks at them, uh, they say, "Well, you know, at least they're being honest about it." The, the question I have for you is, you know, you've, you're familiar with both. I guess, in your opinion, from a creative point of view, from a game play point of view, do, do you think Power World's encroached or stepped over a line? Uh, no, I actually, I, the, the, uh, I wondered about that, uh, but I did think that maybe like a, a couple of designs looked a little similar. But once I actually got into Power World and I started seeing these creatures moving and the way they behaved. Uh, and once I start, started to see uh, the more diversity in the creatures, I was like, there's plenty here to differentiate it. Uh, it, it certainly feels like a different vibe. Uh, uh, and it, it definitely certainly feels like I'm playing a different game. I think maybe what interests me the most here is that you've got this, this small company that's made Power World. And, you know, it, I get the sense it's almost like a mon shop compared to uh, a juggernaut like Nintendo. But they've come in with this game. It's doing super well. Um, by kind of doing the thing that Pokemon set out to do, but in a way that fans are really appreciating more. So I guess my my question is, what, what do you think this story tells us about the state of video games and the video game industry and gaming culture right now? Uh, I think it really shows uh, how diverse uh, the video game industry has really become uh, and how uh, th- there's uh, so many different avenues for, for uh, certain companies to make it. You know, certainly some of the biggest games in recent years have come from ind- independent companies. Games like Among Us, um, and it, it looks like Power Wars is, is kind of becoming part of that trend, you know? All right, well, I'm going to let you get back to your empire building with your uh, machine gun monkeys and penguins and, and stuff. No, I, re- I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on, Gene. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Okay, that's all for today. I'm Damon Fairless. Thanks for listening to Frontburner. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you.
For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.